Doesn't it fucking suck when you're playing solitaire at the gym and you have all the cards set up on the thing of the treadmill then you get up to use the bathroom and someone comes and uses it and just swipes them all onto the ground? Dude, I worked at a gym. It happened all the fucking time. It sucks. <laughs> Tom was... I forgot your post-gym life. <laughs> That's a really good story, honestly. The... <laughs> it is so good. Can you so say I that again? Right before we started, yeah. Uh, I used to work out at Planet Fitness and I'd go there every day and I was on the elliptical one morning and this guy walks by and out of his pocket falls 52 card deck and it falls out of his pocket and just explodes everywhere and there's so there's cards all over the ground and he like gets down on his hands and knees and has to like scoop them all <laughs> up and put them back in his pocket and tie it up with like a rubber band he didn't even have the card sleeve did he seem like a magician uh, he was like a cool Not looking before, guy but after he was like he was like a 45 year old guy that just looked like completely normal, like in shape. And it just fell out of his pocket and it just took me by surprise. I was freaks there. I have an explanation. No, because I know what you're going to say. Oh, maybe he's doing one of those workouts. Yeah, he's like doing the, the card game. And... That's what you do. No, if you're... because it's a planet fitness. It's a planet fitness. It's like there's not a lot you can do with it. What's the card game? So, OK, so like here's a little personal training, like insider fucking knowledge. Ooh. If you're like hung over or if you just have a client, you don't know what the fuck to do with them. You say, <laughs> we're going to do a metabolic conditioning workout. It's a card game. It's going to really switch it up and fucking. Yeah, you sell it like that. It's like a big fat burning workout. And it, you take a deck of cards and you assign an exercise to every um what, what do you call it? The different like, colors of cards? Suits. 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 Yeah, I was going to say the different shades of card. The different, <laughs> the different races. Anyway, so it's like one squats, one's burpees, one's push-ups, and then mm -hmm. the jokers are wild, and you're gonna have to do a 200 meters on the treadmill or whatever. <laughs> you have to go up to the biggest guy there and punch him in the face. Yeah. So then you just pull a card, and you're like, okay, eight squats, all right, nine burpees, and then you just <laughs> sit there fucking pulling cards and not thinking about anything, and like it usually takes them a full hour to finish. Or 45 minutes and they finish in under an hour. They're tired as fuck. Like, okay, we can just stretch for the end. Nice. But like, he, Damn. he I watched him the rest of the time because I was on the, I used to do the elliptical for like an hour. I didn't have anything better to do. So I would just do it. And he was there before me. I never saw him pull out any cards. He was there after. And now, granted, he might have been embarrassed and like didn't want to pull out any cards. <laughs> busier than he thought. <laughs> yeah. But he was, because he was just at like the squat rack and, uh, he, he was just there. He didn't do anything else. Uh, just, I just Dude, stared at him the entire why, time. The rest of the time I was on the elliptical, I just stared at him. So, like, I, I want to see it happen yeah. again. Why didn't he just what keep him in the box? Dude, why didn't he keep him in the box? I don't know. So, a similar, similar thing that I saw that I'll never forget, and it's not that funny or extreme, is I was at an ice cream shop, and, like, it was me, my family, and then, like, there was a guy in probably his mid-40s eating alone, like, eating ice cream by himself by the window. And like a little kid was walking outside the window and did like, and like stopped in front of the guy and like kind of like looked at him, you know, just like one of those, mm. like a little kid thing where you would like yeah. wave, wave mm -hmm. at the kid. Mm -hmm. But the, the old man like waved at him or not old man, he's like 40, but then he like reached into his pocket and like made a red ball, like a pier and starts <laughs> doing like these tricks, like, like doing a magic show for this kid. And I, I was so creeped out cause I'm like. Dude, is this guy just carrying around the ball in case this happens? Like, this is the moment he's been yeah. waiting for this entire time. Awesome. Eating, like how how long has he been waiting for this to happen? Secret clown. Well, he goes to the he is, goes to the zoo every day and does it for the apes there. Probably, probably. And the monkeys also just, just kind like of the 
super shock reaction. He's like, yep, that was me. I tricked an ape. <laughs> yeah. All right, time to go home. He goes onto his Twitter account, Secret Clown 1978. I used to be creeped out by magic, but now I'm kind of into it. Like, I always thought it was just kind of like a weird, like, dorky thing, but now I'm pro magic, I think. Anything that fucking I can't figure out, I think, is awesome. That's all. I have a simple brain. Seeing, like, close magic where it's, like, they'll do it, like, right in front of you is pretty fucking nuts. Yeah. I'm pro-magic. I'm anti-magician. Hey, that's fair. I'm yeah. anti-magic with a K. I'm pro-magic. <laughs> I'm pro-magic and anti-abortion. <laughs> I've met some, like, swag magicians, though. I There's, um... Have you guys heard of the Magic Castle? The Gothic mm-hmm. Castle? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, like, this place here. There's, like, this old mansion like a literal like old mansion that's like a magic club for oh, magicians yeah. they all like you could be like a member and like that is what the fucking guild on uh, arrested development was like based on like the joke that, that like guild there yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's like this elite like magic club <laughs> it's really sweet actually. and like to to get in it's they have a dress code you have to wear a suit yep. and like you have to be brought by a magician and pay i think if you pay like a shitload you could like if you like work for a company that could have like a, a membership, but it's like really expensive, but you have to be brought by a magician. So I've gone before for my birthday and like my friend knew a magician. That's so awesome. Like, I don't know. It was just, they surprised mm-hmm. me, but like all it's my, I show up to a surprise party. It's like 10 of my friends like surprise. And then there's like this guy, like this hot guy over in the corner. And he's like, Hey man, what's up? Like I'm whatever his name is, you know? Awesome. And I'm like, dude, who's, who's this who is this man? And they're like, this is uh, so-and-so. He's taking us to the magic castle. He was like, I'm and he like entertained us all night. You grabbed your dude. No, I was kidding. Yeah, he was, dude, he was super hot. Like, just like this hot 30-year-old guy, like super suave, like in a suit. I'm sure. Like, That's I've, dangerous, man. You I've never seen him again, but like. Chicken women. No, it's a way. Yeah. Too, yeah. No, super dangerous. And he was doing crazy tricks, dude. I mean, you get, it's a whole experience. So we're there late. Like, we're getting kind of rowdy in there but then at the end of the night he's like you want to go downstairs like in the basement and i'll show you like some pri <laughs> it sounds creepy but it, yeah. maybe it was creepy of an ass but he's like i'll show you i'll give you guys a private show in the basement <laughs> so he takes us in this like dark room and yeah, this doesn't sound creepy. starts doing this like awesome no but he was doing <laughs> the dark room in the basement in the magic castle a private I like show. I was really drunk by this point but like he set us at this card table and this was when he he was doing like crazy stuff to us, like where he was like, he was like, making you know, our cocks pick a disappear. card and then like, dude, my mind's going dude, crazy. He, he had my friend. My balls are empty. I don't he, even know what happened. He did like, uh, he did a thing where we like picked a card and like passed it around or whatever, like showed it to each other. And then he's like, okay, punch me in the chest. And like one of us had to punch him. And then he like pulled down his shirt and like bruised into his chest was like the card oh number God. and oh, like wow. the suit. Damn. Just like crazy. Like, st- this is my. You can't have the hot. This was like two thirty in the morning by this point, where it's like in the basement of a castle, a private <laughs> magic castle. punching a magician. That guy takes a takes a lady home from the bar, and they're like getting hot and heavy. Oh, and bro. His penis. He's like, it's not there anymore. My penis is on my <laughs> the, my back. <laughs> it move. No, he's he's definitely cleaning up at uh you know whatever whatever bar he's, he's hanging out at. That's a, for sure. I was just say <laughs> that's a good bit though. Is to like. Get everyone extremely drunk and be like, oh, I'm going to do a show for you now. And then you don't actually have to do magic. Mm-hmm. And someone's just going to believe you no matter what you say. You're like, oh, I just pulled yeah. out your card. Like, oh, damn, that's so sick. Hey, that's my card. Was that the oh, card? Yeah. Probably. I forgot yeah, about it. I don't it. know. I didn't write it down. Do you guys know any, like, bar tricks or anything like that? Like, I don't. Like, like what? I know how to get 
<laughs> if you peel the plastic off of a Bud Light bottle and stick it onto the table, the waitress will get really mad. <laughs> oh, that that's count? a good trick. Are you talking well, like, like Better Call Saul type stuff? No, just like kind of like, hey, I bet you I can't, uh, or bet you can't, or what is it, like, uh, you would get like a, an empty bottle and then stack another empty bottle on top of it upside down, but you put like a dollar bill oh, between yeah, the two of them. Oh, and yeah. then you'd be like, how do you get it out? And you do that trick. But then there was this one where, um, you and 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 it actually is a cool trick. You'd best be like, hey, I bet you can't break an egg if you you know put it between your hands and go like this because like the egg is actually structurally perfect, kind of in a way. If you t- if if you're hitting it from the top and bottom, I guess, and it really is hard to do. Like I don't think you can actually do it. I, if you guys have an egg, ne- try it next time. But uh, I'm gonna get one egg and crack but, uh, my computer. <laughs> are you pranking us right no, I'm, now? No, I'm not. I'm not. No, I, I remember that someone I, did this in like middle school as well. Yeah, yeah. But one time I brought that brought that a up teacher, in one of my college presumably. classes. I brought it up in one of my college classes, and then uh, I forget where we had an egg in there. I was like, oh, you guys ever see that bar trick? And I was like, watch. And I was like, dude, I'm like, oh, see, I'm like I can't do it. I, I really couldn't do it. And so then this kid in my class, he picks up a different egg from the carton, and he does it. It just explodes all over him. And he got so fucking mad <laughs> oh at me. Oh, my God. He was like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, that was a joke. I'm like, no, because I, I swear to God, it, it, it must have had a crack in it already. But <laughs> Well, he was the one who did it. That's like, yeah, I can't right? get mad at you. I know. I'm surprised I've never looked this up before. This is like exactly how I would have used the internet when I was 13. I definitely got into like <laughs> I had, I had a phase between like 11 and 14 where I loved like coin tricks and card tricks. And yeah, all that shit. That's just yeah. Fun. But like along those lines, the inter- by the time the internet was around, they had all those fucking like scammy bar magic mm. tricks. Yeah. And I got to say, like, even though I learned so many of them, I was way too huge of a pussy to ever do any of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you're you in person. Someone could beat your ass. Their beer all over, then just take yeah. their 20 and run. You're like, <laughs> well, hey, sorry about that. Ooh, sorry, first time. <laughs> you're just outside waiting for an Uber. <laughs> Guys coming up behind you, like, why did you just get an egg on me and then take all my money? <laughs> you disappear by sucking your head and arms into your hoodie, just walking away like that, dude. Just turtle. Yeah. I forgot. I've like have a, a a line out to like one of those magicians trying to hire him for my wedding. Um, I have not not booked him yet. It's like a thing where it's like if we have some money left You're at the end, get I want to like, in half. Dude, I haven't even. I haven't even seen this guy yet, but my friend did an event where he booked a bunch of magicians and like he described this guy to me that I got really excited about. He does like classic like dove tricks mm-hmm. and he says that it's like so the show is so intense that it's like kind of jarring for some people because he's like doing ones where he like looks like he's about to kill the dove, like he'll like rip a dove in half and then it's like two doves oh, and he's like throwing like like it's just way over the top in a way that confuses oh, like man. a California audience, and they're not sure like, oh, is this guy like killing birds? <laughs> the trick to that is that it um, gives birth, so it actually is two doves. Yeah, <laughs> it's like helping a horse give birth. You pull the calf out. Imagine the LA people sitting around like trying to be like, I, I think I need to like understand like this, and yeah, they're like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so he's just killing the birds now. Like, okay, that's just what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, at my wedding, I thought it'd be really funny if like. I, I don't know which part I would time it up with, but you know, at weddings, they usually do like a bunch of corny showy stuff with a cu- couple like, okay, everybody like get ready. Mm-hmm. Like there's a big thing, yeah, you know, dance. like where they think we're going to come mm-hmm. out. Yeah. You know, they think we're going to come out or whatever, but it's like, I would set it up like that, but then he walks out instead <laughs> and just starts doing these dubs. <laughs> uh, wait, okay. How about this one? A magician at your wedding. Was he going to make your sex life disappear? Oh, hell. Hey. Oh, hell. Or your Woo. bank account. Got him. Oh, right. yeah, he's going to take your money. Hey. He's going to saw it in half. <laughs> hey. Uh-huh. Got uh-huh. him. Uh-huh. No, that's just too true. Those are th- some things you can say true. at a bar. 
Yeah, no, yep. you're going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your $20 now and turn it into three beers. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh thank you very much. Jack, are you are you Polish at all? <laughs> That's okay. such a horrible thing to say to somebody. <laughs> That's no, funny. Because there's a question. What did he it's, even say? When you edit a, that, Alex, you need to bleep Polish. That was I rude. just I just wanted to make sure. Well, no, because there's a there's a the Polish pig trough stomp tradition at uh, weddings, and I was going to say you could try that. What's that? Well, I don't know. You'd like uh, someone they bring a pig trough out and fill with I don't know, not poop or shit or whatever, whatever they put in there. Their food. Their food. <laughs> their food. And you dance around. It's goofy. I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> it's like a Polish thing, or I don't know. But that, I, I thought I always like thought that. that'd be funny. I don't know anything yeah. about that. Yeah. I, I, Chad, I bet right now if you if you join TikTok and just search that hashtag like Polish mm-hmm. pig trough dance, there would be like eight million videos and some guy that only makes his living making those videos. <laughs> TikTok's so crazy. Hundred <laughs> percent. The Polish the Polish banning it. The Polish magician just goes up to the audience and just said, "If your hand is bigger than your head, you have cancer." And everyone in the audience just pulls it up, and he just walks down the aisle slapping the hands. <laughs> the, Pol- the Polish no. magician, actually, he, he's able to change a light bulb, and it dazzles the oh, entire wow. audience. <laughs> wow! No, the Polish magic Ooh. trick, he makes them all come outside, and he gets into his car, and he's like, now follow me. And he said, I'm going, now I'm going to turn into a driveway, and he just leaves. The guy who does the <laughs> hand cancer trick, he's also the only cancer surgeon in the city of Warsaw. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he spells it out of you. <laughs> yeah, he just slaps you on the back. All right, I think it's gone now. Is there is there as much in Michigan? Is there the same amount of, like, Polish jokes as Chicago? Because I grew up, lot, like, yeah. I grew up with, like, terminology I didn't even realize was, like, a racist thing against Polish people until, like, mm-hmm. I was an adult. Oh, yeah. I'd... Or not, you know, whatever. Just, like, like a Polish napkin being a towel. Chad gave us the pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm part Polish. Like, my grandpa... My grandpa came from Poland and like, so Parma, Ohio is 99.9% Polish. It's, yeah. it's insane. Everyone there has like a specific accent and it's like just dumb guy, just dumb Polish <laughs> American is, All their names are, are uh, Pavel and Vitek, but with W's. <laughs> there are so many Polish people in Chicago, the Chicago yeah. area. It's crazy. They're great. And so There's like. There's St. Anne's Sausage Fest. The big Polish <laughs> festival. Ooh, the sausage fest. I'm not going there, dude. There's no chicks. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything else, but like just so many little phrases like that where it'd be like, I just heard it growing up. Pull a shower, uh, I think, was where you just like spray cologne on yourself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've heard that with all regular, different sorts of ethnicities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a. Okay. Just Polish cursing is great. Kurva and Dupayash are like great words. Have you ever seen uh, Polish arm wrestling? That's a fun one. That's it's what where, you, it's where you, you, you tell somebody, you, walk, you stand in front of somebody and you say, hey, I bet you can't pull, what you, I bet you can't pull your mm-hmm. fist to touch your nose oh, with yeah. me pulling back and you just let go on the Oh, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> you do it to your friend, you're like, oh my god, you have cancer. Yeah. Dude, if you punch yourself in the nose, you have cancer. You have nose cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fucking poor Artie Lang, man, I know he's Polish. <laughs> yeah, people keep tricking him. People keep getting him to do that. Michael, you were saying... You were saying some like freaky stuff on Hassan. Was that really you in Hassan's comments the other day? Oh yeah, I'm, yeah when I was I'm on there. Chat, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what were you saying? You, you had some spooky well, stories. Before we do that, you want to introduce your new podcast? Yeah. For, for anyone that's just tuning into oh, the yeah, show, uh, our guest today is Jack Wagner from Otherworld Podcast. You did sort of tell us you were getting into this pod or starting it uh, last time you were here, but now it's here, dude. It's it's gotten way deeper now, and oh yeah, it hadn't been out. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Otherworld, it's, I'm, tell people 
people's stories who have like had firsthand experiences with the paranormal and um dude it's going really and good it's scary. i'm like super stoked i was nervous to put it out but it's like it's honestly doing dude it hit top 40 like all podcasts Damn. on spotify Damn. that's Ooh. pretty good that shit that's, and but, also like it's pretty different from any other top shit that's out there right now because it's not like Here's a true crime story. It's like here's some seriously, actually true shit. No, seriously, bro. Like, it's like that, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I will say a disclaimer though is that like there's definitely some kind of algorithm that like weights it towards like new podcasts because like I do not. I'm like charting above Charlie Kirk and like <laughs> podcasts like that where I'm like I don't have that more listeners mm-hmm. than them. There's yeah, no way. you never know, but, man. How many of Charlie Kirk's 75 year old audience members are downloading podcasts every week? <laughs> Well, I don't know, know, but it's either but way. It appear when Charlie Kirk address their audience like they're talking to a bunch of twenty-nine-year-old professionals and not a bunch of dying fucking uh, cicada husks of grandparents. They're like, "Yeah, you go, Ben." There probably is like a hot <laughs> slash trending thing. It. I know it's like weighted to reviews, but either way, it's exciting and like I want to keep doing this. Do and also, I've gotten in so much deeper than like when I've talked to you guys last. I mean, it's like you know more stuff comes out of the woodwork the more you do this which is sort of like my suspicion of like what would happen um i i but, wouldn't expect anything yeah, less from you just yeah. take it as far as you can <laughs> find, find uh, more but and we'll more weirdos. see i mean like you start with one weirdo and then like you you get introduced to like seven more and then you're like wow the first guy's not even that weird anymore <laughs> <laughs> well and the funny thing is that it's like not i haven't even met somebody that i consider like weird you know they're I mean, all though, pretty like normal whatever just, yeah a lot of them are not even dude that's the creepiest part about this stuff is that some of them are just like the most boring, normal people of all time. And it's just like they've had one thing happen to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I have to listen. That is so out. weird when there's like an old lady that's like nonchalantly. Yeah, I saw a ghost in 1987. Like a lot, <laughs> Two a of, the lot guys of normal that I, people go around and they just have that a story. Is every, like that. That's like every mm-hmm. Catholic, man. Have, have any of you guys had something weird yeah, happen? Yeah, well, the like, one Jack was referring to was uh, the one thing that was like... I'm a, I've always been quite a, I was always a little nerd. I liked, uh, this is not logical. So I was never really afraid of shit. Cause I'm like, oh, it's, even when I was like seven or eight years old, I'm like, this isn't, doesn't make sense. Like, that's how I'd psych myself out. Like, even in like standing in line for the roller coaster, the Batman, when I was eight, this, that thing was fucking huge when I was eight years old. But I'm sitting there like, Psh, look at all these kids that are my height in line. They're going to go on. They're not even scared. Plus, like, barely anyone ever dies on roller coasters. It's cool. And I was right. But, uh, this is when I lived in Guam, and I was playing down at the very end of our street, because we lived on base, and at the very end of our street was a park, and I was playing there one night near sunset, and I saw what looked like a, uh, like, it was, it was already pretty dark out, but it was like a, a humanoid, like a, about the height of my dad, just like f- six feet tall, at the edge of the jungle, like, just looking in my direction, and it looked naked, but no, like, features on the body, it was just, like, brown, and then uh, huh. its eyes were, like, green but like glowing green like like a light like it looked like um like fireflies at first but they just stayed there looking at me then the thing just like disappeared and i was like that's weird but i was you know i was like maybe i'm seeing things i don't know there's also fucking it was the jungle in guam we had we had the wild boars out there we had all kinds of shit but anyway Mm -hmm. uh i was telling my mom about it like that night and then the next day she brought up to her friend uh margarita who's chamorro which is like the that's the ethnic people there. And Margarita lived on base. She was married to a major, an Air Force major. And uh, she was like, she was like, oh my God. She's like, that's a, uh, that's a Tautomona, which is like one of their, it's their like urban legends there. Exactly what I described without me ever knowing anything about that stuff. Damn. And then she got me a book about it that I still have. It's at my mom's house. 
But it was supposed to be, I guess they're like the spirits of the first Spanish people that landed on Guam. They say that like they still haunt the island. And they've taken this weird, like, uh, more demonic form because they're pissed off. But, hmm. So they look scary and they have those glowing green eyes. That's the one thing that's happening that I could never really, like, explain away. And it was too coincidental of how, like, accurate I explained it being only, like, seven or eight years old or whatever. It's pretty cool. That's crazy. Can you still see it in your head when you think about it? Oh, yeah. The best way I could describe it is, like, uh, do you remember the, the signs, aliens? Yeah, a lot that's like kind of that, what I was imagining. but with like more like a, a faint glowing green eyes, like they had fireflies behind their eyes. You know what I mean? Where it wasn't like Dude. bright and illuminating, but like you could see it in the dark, like uh, one of those like glow in the dark stars in your ceiling, like type thing. Your kid. Hmm. Dude, I'm pretty much like, you know, I don't like to use the word believe, but I'm like, I've heard enough, researched enough, like already, just do, even doing this first season, that I'm like, it's hard to not. It would be hard to not take this seriously and like believe in most of it, you know, especially when like stuff that made me that made me at like a while ago be like, wow, that's crazy. Like, whoa, to then like continue to hear more extreme things to the point where like some of the early stuff isn't that crazy anymore. You know, it's like it's wild. Also, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little too deep. I recently recorded. I stay more like. I don't even know if I say open-minded yeah. because I'm still like logical about stuff, but I like hearing the stories at least. I'm like that's fucking cool. I like getting scared of stuff yeah. even just for like a second. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking when I when I was young, I'd like I loved watching unsolved mysteries, especially like, the ghost shit and like any sort of like haunting documentary on Discovery Channel. And then I just like wouldn't sleep because I was too fucking afraid, thinking about like, what if I saw a fucking ghost? Just- that's what I'm saying. Just those little things, like taking the trash out on like a windy fall night, you just stare that. at the edge of the woods for like <laughs> a second, and then you get all freaked out and run inside really fast, and you're like, Ooh, "Oh yeah, like, well yeah, like I lived for I, no reason. I lived by the woods, like hey, I lived dude, in the middle of nowhere." So Dawson Creek, BC, mm-hmm. you actually yeah. had shit out in the woods. I, I would be you like Bigfoot country. I'd be in the woods behind my house and just like get a feeling and have to fucking sprint back inside, and it's probably just like, you know, that's where some weird shit would be if it was out there. Is well, the so woods I, in northern Canada. I did have a, I did yeah. have a much stupider story than Michael, which is the only thing I can think of. Let's go. I was when I was about the same age, like I'm probably seven years old. I think I was in second grade, which was like too old to really be believing in Santa, you know. Mm-hmm. But Christmas morning or the night before, I got up because I heard some rustling about. It. I'm like, oh motherfucker, I'm gonna catch Santa, and then I like. Ran out and try to get fucking to see him, and I just saw like a big fucking like billow go up the chimney, and I'm like, oh damn, I just missed him. He got my ass, mm-hmm. and like I swear to God, I felt like I fucking saw something. And the next day, I'm like, Mom, Dad, I saw Santa, and they're like, Oh yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> and uh, like I, I fully believe twenty one at the time. Yeah. Anyway, so like. <laughs> I think by the end of that year, like every kid in my class was like, nah, Santa's fake. My parents say he's fake. And I'm like, nope, bullshit. I saw his ass. And then like, I remember I, I like came out as not believing Santa anymore. Like, mom, I don't think this is real. (laughs) (laughs) That was an awkward conversation to have for real. When you're like, you're like six and you know, Santa's not real, but you don't want to tell your parents like, you don't have to do this bullshit charade anymore when for me. My older brother, my <laughs> older brother and I and Andrew, oh, I think all at the same time, like told our parents. I don't, we were like young, young, but we're like, we know it's, bro. We fucking knew it wasn't real because 
we were poor. <laughs> like, yeah. We're either really, really bad kids or Santa's not real. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember Santa's classes. Yeah, my parents <laughs> yeah. my parents didn't buy us a lot of stuff and I remember really like struggling with that, but like never saying anything, but I was always like, damn, because I always wanted a video I never was given like a video game system of any kind and it would be mm. like I would ask for that every year, every year. Of course, like it was just because it was too expensive for my parents mm. to yeah, buy, right. right? Like but I was like all my friends would get it, and I'd be like, what the heck? Why isn't Santa getting me this? Like, I want Super Nintendo. He hates me. Um, yeah, and I would get, like, arts and crafts stuff or whatever, you know? Like, random shit. <laughs> I would actually love that more than Nintendo. I was the kid who I, was No, like, I mean, in, at the end of the day, He's virtue signaling. He's hoping his parents are listening to this. Don't listen to him. <laughs> no, if I ever told you the shit I asked for, I'd be like, I just want magnets this year, because I want to keep setting fires. So, <laughs> Magnifying glasses, magnifying, magnifying glasses. sheets. My favorite. <laughs> That's so sick. I, just, I can't see very well. I need them. I like. Dude, them. I had these kids or like adults hit me up like a while ago, insisting that they saw an elf around Christmas time, <laughs> and these were like normal, like lucid adults. And I recorded it for you, but still, just because I thought it was so funny to be like a, a grown adult insisting you saw an elf. But dude, oh, it was awesome. like these siblings that seemed normal, and like it was. Like, they realize it's funny, but they both swear they saw, like, this weird elf thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I listened to that episode. It's, it's on the shelf, and every morning <laughs> it moves around. What's the deal with that? Yeah, dude, I, um... That's not where we left. <laughs> I think, like, I can't do it because, like, the show is serious, mm -hmm. and I would probably ruin it, but I'm so tempted around December to do, like, a Santa episode where it's, like, <laughs> all Santa sightings and, like, just go full Santa truther. <laughs> Well, like uh, fully yeah. that's a, that's become a, really a guy that's you should interview norad it would be a funny bit yeah norad and a bunch of eight-year-olds <laughs> like, oh yeah all, all right. my sources should be little kids yeah <laughs> i called the government and they told me they're tracking him with gps <laughs> hire some like you become a huge truther hire some uh actor like a santa type actor and pay him to like road trip across like southeast u.s like he's a fucking escaped prisoner and people keep doing like <laughs> sightings of him with Social media and shit, it'd be great, I think. A little campaign. That'd be really funny. Finding, where's Santa? <laughs> like monkeys Like realistic Santa ring footage? Where's Santa? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe you need a whole year to think about it and do it next year, like at this point, but that'd be fun. I wonder, like... Jack needs to bring it, back ARGs. You guys remember the fucking... You guys remember, the, like, the Halo ARGs? That shit rocked. All those... Which one was that? Uh, was that iHeartBees? Mm -hmm. I think that was iHeartBees. QAnon took all that shit over, though. They did. That's well, they the tried. new ARG. There, there's still companies where like that's all they're paid to do is the fucking advertise art with arg shit. Oh yeah. All they do is get paid Dude. to make puzzles and shit. It's really cool. The Aqua Teen Hunger Force thing that kind of put a damper on that stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was a classic. Yeah. When they people thought they had a bomb. Oh yeah, like the physical <laughs> viral marketing. <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys gotta chill out with this. Yeah, relax. There's not gonna be a Boston bomb for six more years, people, and it's not gonna look like this. <laughs> Dude, it's probably already on YouTube, but like to make real like super realistic looking like camcorder style santa evidence would be so sick oh yeah like, i wonder i guess it would just have to be i could do this i think it, it would be a funny bit if i'm like on there a, like we're back in the dead perfect serious. climate as well for like like fucking national Enquirer could come back right now and be talking about bat boy and there'd be people be like yep i fucking knew him i knew that kid <laughs> the vaccine made him like hell. that yeah like, it, we're in the perfect climate for people to just believe the dumbest fucking shit, man. I awesome. heard that in elementary schools across America, they have a little perch in the bathroom, so <laughs> children who identify as bats can hang upside down. Yeah, man, like, take naps. Shit. Fuck. My cousin like, told me. 
I, there's 20 sitting Republicans that have used the fucking litter box thing as part of their campaign. Mm-hmm. Be like, look what the LGBTQ teachers are doing with the kids. Because there's the fucking litter box in classrooms in case kids have to fucking barricade during a shooting and piss and shit. <laughs> and this is what the oh Republicans turn it into. Over 20 Republicans using it in their own campaigns. Insane. Is that what is actually? I didn't even know that. That's, like that's there was a real story behind for, it. Is, yeah. is that yeah. a real thing? I've never seen any. It is of a real thing. Yeah, there's like yeah. A TikToks about it. But like that's what they cut up the original video of of the teacher talking about it. Because uh, her saying it, this is not natural. They were taking as like she's this right wing lady that's pissed at it. And it was her saying this is not natural to make kids have to fucking piss in a bucket of yeah. sand because there's a shooter in the building. <laughs> well, it's not a real litter <laughs> yeah, box, so, right? It's like what a, a cool. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a yeah, real litter box. It's like a crawling. It's like a yeah survival. Yeah, it's self cleaning though. Sometimes it scares the kids, but. <laughs> what a dope country! That's the but that's yeah, all. Yeah. We Every can single do. Republican candidate for governor is like, yeah, the kids yeah. identify as furries. Even <laughs> as a joke, you just do like something like viral tricking like that. Like there will be mm. people that eat it up. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, it. I mean, I there definitely anyway, would like, be, but I I think it's like if I do that, will I lose the faith of people? Yeah, like, I don't know. You we'll see. Do if you from if everything you, else, do it under well, like yeah, that, Versace Tamagotchi, you know? Yeah, yeah. But if you also do it and you go in earnestly and like are talking to them, I yeah. Think I mean, if you just never break fine. character either, that works too. Yeah. Like if you were yeah. just earnestly asking them and letting them talk about Santa for an hour, then I don't I don't think you'd lose any trust because like you're I you're, want Jack to be on Tucker Carlson talk about it and Tucker's sitting there like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just have to say like they made Santa black. I saw a black yeah. Santa <laughs> and they made him black and I saw him last year, he was white. Oh god. You're just talking about the mall. <laughs> Actually like come up with like a compelling explanation of why Santa is real. Like I mean, I feel like I could already start to do the mental gymnastics right now, but <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> if he's like willed into existence, uh, make him live in LA, make it easier. It was, a, it was a Turkish guy, right? Saint Nicholas. It was. Like if you guys, it was a Turkish saint. Maybe he got struck by lightning and it made him into uh, the Christmas guy. Oh. Or he like? Uh, or if you guys read American Gods, that book. Uh. Uh-uh. No, but I'm familiar American with Gods, the premise. It's pretty yeah. good. It's like. But it's a lot, it's, you know, all the characters are like gods that are worshipped and it's like they're in like an alternate reality and they exist only if people are like worshipping them. So like in that, I, I forget if there's like Santa's in there, but like, and, and the American gods are all really weird. They're like Santa Claus and like all of our holy places are like malls and weird shit mm-hmm. like that. It's a pretty interesting book. It's worth reading. It's very popular. Um, but anyway... What were you, how did we even get on oh, that? Oh, I was going to say, Santa. the only unexplained thing that's ever happened to me is the nights before both Chris Cornell and Scott Weiland died, I had a dream about them. Oh, wow. And I've never Dude. had dreamed about them before or since, but I had a dream <laughs> about Chris Cornell, and then I woke up and he died. <laughs> Bro, somebody emailed me about that, too. For Chris Cornell. Oh, weird. And it, do, it like, doesn't make sense, because I don't really believe that. It was, it was Alex. It's like, it, I don't know why it happened twice. You know, I think it's crazy about that, Alex, too. Like, just coincidentally, the one guy I know in my life that loves Chris Cornell probably more than his own family was at the Detroit show, like, right before he died, too. Oh, yeah. He ended with uh, In My Time of Dying by Led Zeppelin. Which, I guess that's not coincidental that I would know the guy at the Detroit show, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) pretty weird. When I was a kid, I had a fucking premonition dream that um, Richard, the guy that won the naked guy from the first season of Survivor... Yeah, yeah, Richard Hatch. Yeah, Richard Hatch. So there's like probably six or seven contestants left. I had a dream that... <laughs> so it was like a family photo, but like Richard Hatch was the naked guy. 
So like the family was like kind of like it was a whole nudist family and they were like smiling and waving. And uh, I was like, oh, he's going to win Survivor and his whole nudist family is going to be so happy. I didn't know he was gay. So he had a wife mm-hmm. in my dream. <laughs> but I was like, oh, damn, this guy's going to win Survivor. And he did. Damn, should have betted on it. I should. And he's straight now. <laughs> he used the money to pay for conversion therapy, and he's straight wow. now. Uh, I would say the weirdest thing is uh, Randy Rainbow and Josh Gad being childhood friends. Shut up. That's so that weird. Probably that's, the, that's probably the weirdest thing that for true? me. That, that is, is a, they grew up with each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's hundred percent true. It's like how um, what's it, his Josh name? Gad. The rapper, the rapper that used to bully uh, Lin Manuel Immortal Miranda. Technique. Immortal Technique. Yeah. yeah. Like they went to high school together, but it's bunch of people. I was, I mean, after tweeting about, I was friends with one of the, one of the try guys went to my high school. Ned, what? Let's cancel him. <laughs> no, Keith, oh, okay. he's still, he's still remaining. He's still a try guy. Oh, that's he's really not how famous guy. they are. But like after if it tweeting, was Ned, that would be very shameful for your school. It's so funny because like True. I just found out because Josh Gad went on Randy Rainbow's podcast. And was like, oh, I'm so happy to be on my childhood friend's podcast after I've been tweeting about them for like two and a half years nonstop. <laughs> Bro, and why do you listen to the Randy I Rainbow don't. podcast? I just, I, well, I watch, listen to his videos. They're great. Does it have a good intro? I have never listened to the podcast. Don't tell Randy that. Oh, when the world is crap and you've got the blues, just take a break from all that horrible news for something crazy, amazingly clever and never have asked. It's the Randy Rainbow Podcast. This song is almost over, girl, so wipe your tears. You're in for a treat and feast your ears on this remarkable feat. Yes, it's a famous celebrity finally podcasting at last. This shit is revolutionary. Randy Rainbow's Podcast. The Randy Rainbow Podcast. <laughs> nice. I like the Muller She Wrote one. That one's good. Or it's for the, for the Daily Beans, mm-hmm. where they say news with swearing. It's awesome. Oh, is Muller, she, like, are you referring to that podcast? Yeah. Yeah, it's still Dude, going. They're it, still going. Yeah. It's mostly just the Daily Beans now, she because there's no Mueller stuff to talk about, but it, it's What's still going. What's the Daily Beans? They just talk about lib stuff. Yeah, just like... like Kristen Cinema said what? Yeah, yeah like they open show. up like, news, and they just go, let's scroll through and talk about this. This is freaking let's amazing. go to msn.com. <laughs> What's on the front page? <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene, you are a Looney Tune of the week. But she's a baller, because she took all those uh, loans out for her company. Yeah, it was so funny. For payroll yeah. for zero people, and then the like. Hey, she good had for a, them. A black yeah, woman it. working for her as like a slave. <laughs> what and she was, dude. She keeps tweeting about it. Like, yeah, like I, I never got paid, and they fired me oh, when shit. I asked about it. Like the one non-white person. Everybody was like ripping on them on Twitter for that, but bro, if you can get if 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 you could have gotten the PPP loans, I say anybody should have gotten Absolutely. them, bro. Like, take the money. Yeah, yeah it's it's fake money on the computer. Who cares? Take take any government money when you can. Like, is what I say. I'm not good at it myself, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to be out here like the question mark guy, Matthew Lesko. Well, you're going to need people it now to pay for Twitter verification, am I right, folks? That's people right. thought they would have to pay it back, though. That's the thing. People were being smart. They're like, I'm not. I don't want to have to pay back fifty thousand dollars. I don't need. But then everybody's got forgiven. Oh, for sure. Well, they're they were forgivable if you actually read it. 
um like if you like the fine print like it's pretty much if it had like a certain things it was forgivable the other ones the sba loans were like that's where you could get like million dollar loans and i think supposedly if you have to pay those back i don't know when though yeah <laughs> but i remember dudes getting like sba loans and like putting it in bitcoin i wonder what happened to them i bet it's going They're really rich well now. <laughs> yeah. depends where when you took it out yeah i guess it depends when they sold right it. um but like, it could have been because she got like who knows? six figures she got six figures for her one person podcast which is that's crazy honestly, like pretty goaded <laughs> what a good scale she must have employees i think it's like per employee yeah i don't know she, I think there's one, she at least there's one other person on it or maybe two other people yeah. and then maybe an editor. But like still getting yeah. six figures for that. They were just handing out cash at that time. Well, dude, she's getting six figures. Yeah. Aren't they getting like over 100K a month too? Really? Yeah, they make like, a lot of money. Mm. The Patreon's crazy. I cannot believe how long we're talking about Mueller she wrote right now. <laughs> They're awesome. And yeah. how much we know about them. Well, it's, I mean, you have to, That's, right? I mean, you do that. You investigate. You have to know all these stuff about these people because as you read one thing, you're like, That's crazy. And then you just fall down that rabbit hole of being like, That's even crazy. Who else is up there now? Who's number one? Like Crime Junkie? Is that still number one? That's a good question. I don't know. I haven't checked the rankings in a while. Something like that. It's probably, it's too dark what to the, check. Like, it's so yeah. Patreon power rankings. <laughs> it's top Like, 10. Humans of New York was high up there for a yeah. while. Like, the guy that posts like God, pictures that of. sucks. Like, you know, some some old Mexican woman mm. and was like, this is her oh, story. she's so poor. Yeah. Like, she told me that she's poor. And uh, yeah, she has a little red purse that I her husband bought her. I couldn't understand her. She died. was speaking some other language. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was my guess of what she was saying. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with him. I'm just a hater. Yeah. I'm like, damn, like, that's such yeah, that a good. Yeah, that shit's corny. Yeah. I mean, good for him in a way. Yeah. Just to I mean, walk up to somebody in New York and like be like, hey, what's your story? And, and then like make that much money. Yeah, off he's it. getting a bunch of money, but it is also just like silly. And it's silly to just be like, that's so life changing. Let me sign up for the Patreon <laughs> for this. Like, Dude, for the what? fact, for that, who is the fact that there's that many people that are like, I need to hear about more New Yorkers. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah. That's the one. That's cares? the one thing I need more in my life is more New Yorkers. More and yeah, stories about New Yorkers. We, not a lot of media coverage of it's what happens like to people in New York. It's just like fake empathy for these yeah. people, just being like, "Oh wow, they're in such bad position. I feel so bad for them." All right, <laughs> I've Dude, basically a, helped them by liking it on Instagram. Yeah, that's my problem with the other top category, which is the true crime mm-hmm. pods. For the most part, like, dude, and there are, there are some of good ones, even like the documentary style ones, though. Like, the first three episodes are pretty much just, like, a documentary about a random person, you know? Like, if you listen to a murder one, it'll just be, like, three episodes of, like, a documentary about some random girl from Nebraska, where it's, like, an hour of just be, like, and then she went to basketball practice, and everybody loved her at basketball. It's, like, the weirdest thing to listen to before they actually get killed or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, dude, it just taps into such a strange part of human, the human psyche of, like, like, watching... Kind of like that murder porn, like I don't know what it, what is it about people that get like so wrapped up into that stuff. That's kind of what I why I wanted to do what, what I'm doing now is because I'm like, look, I think this is like the same type of fascination, but it doesn't involve like an innocent family, yeah, that's like, already victimized no one's and dead. being turned into entertainment, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just being and just awful dude, dark shit. The other type of thing they do on those shows is that like seriously, like eighty percent of true crime podcasts are like. 
supposedly this is a closed case. Like the police say this is a suicide, but was it? <laughs> like we're here to find out yeah. and ask that the questions. That would be so fucking awful to go through as like a family member, especially if you like know Bro. it's a suicide. And you don't even get so the many money. of those. And yeah. so many of those shows, it's like the big mystery is that like there's one key person that hasn't talked to us and they're the piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. to understanding this. And it's like the best friend that was there when they supposedly killed themselves. And then like season four, they finally talk to her. It's like Bridget. And she's just like, yeah, they shot themselves in front of me. Like, can you fucking leave yeah. me alone? Like they killed them. Like, please stop calling me. I'm 47 me. Like, now. Yeah. I have I miss children my of my own. It's, well, and that it yeah. goes also into because like the people who listen to that don't have etiquette online and will like start harassing and they start like forming their own opinions about every murder. You can see it every time something bad happens. People are tweeting about it and just being like, yeah, it was probably the husband. I think he killed her. I think this guy killed his oh. kids. And it's just like, fuck. Did like, you guys stop. see the the Twitter, not the Twitter, the Netflix documentary, uh, You Don't Fuck With Cats? Yeah. That one was no. fucking infuriating because, yeah, like, obviously grotesque fucking video mm-hmm. or whatever. But these fucking Reddit internet sleuth dipshits kept thinking, oh, we've cracked the case. We found this guy. But it was only information that he, like, knowingly provided to them because mm-hmm. that was, like, part Bro. of his fucking game. And then, like, he just kept escalating it and fucking killing people. It was, like, I think mainly the fucking Redditor's fault that any of this shit fucking happened. Yes. And it's funny that that's always cited to me by people. It's always brought to me in, like, meetings or something. It's, like, incited as a thing of, like, oh, an example of, like internet detective solving a crime and when i watched that it was clear that the police were like on pace with the redditors yeah, the police if not solved the one fucking step ahead crime. at all times yeah. it's like fucking dog the bounty hunter showing up for brian laundry yeah. like taking one picture in the woods yeah it was like oh my god i forgot he did that that's so funny it was so embarrassing then he sprained his ankle and had to go home yeah they that found doc, him like two it, weeks later they did a good job with the film but like if you watch closely, you're like, oh, they're definitely taking some creative liberties and ter- sort of like framing us as like the Redditors solved it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was definitely just like Redditors like following along. And I think, I don't know, did they do it? Would the guy have been caught anyway? I forget. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> I think so. I mean, it's been like, I've watched it during the pandemic, uh, like early pandemic when there's like nothing going on. And uh, so I forget a lot of like the minute details. But I do remember at the end, like the one, like, I guess main woman that they showed the perspective of or whatever. She like tries to be very deep and is like, I don't know, was it his fault or our fault or maybe it was yours? Like kind of looking at the camera because mm-hmm. like everyone was spectating this from afar as well. I'm like, do not pin this on me. I'm just watching a show. This shit already happened. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bystander intervention what? stuff, encouraging people to just, like, see a random person be like, you're fucking murdering somebody right now. I know it. I know it. I'm going to yeah. follow you. I'm going to take pictures of you. Mm-hmm. And all the ladies that think they're going to get human trafficked now, oh, too. God. It's like this huge web of, like, stuff that all collided together and formed a certain type of person to the people that, like, think there's zip ties in their car in the parking mm-hmm. lot. You know? It's just funny. Well, you, you do got to check for that stuff but underneath your great. windshield or whatever. It's great, because that shit has existed for, I mean... Ever, forever, as long as do you, been, Aaron. 
as long as there's been cars around. I remember reading a book about urban legends and saying one of the urban legends was that like gangs are hiding under your car and they'll slice your Achilles and then kill you. And it's just like they'll sit in your back seat. (laughs) And I remember being like your lights off in the car. That means like someone's about to kill you. Yeah, the car uh, (laughs) driving like with its lights off. If you flash your lights at. Yeah, that's a a gang gang initiation. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm in a gang now. (laughs) That's yeah. You get recruited to the gang. I I like the Achilles one because it's kind of like predicated on the assumption that like you couldn't just easily do that to somebody at any point. Like, like. If you're just walking around, dude, nothing is stopping me at the grocery store from slicing somebody's Achilles tendon. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like their defense is going to be up when they're browsing, like, the macaroni section. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't need to hide it into their car. You could just do that to them at that any it's point. Like in you the just, mall. That's not lot. the reason you don't yeah, do it's it. It's in the mall <laughs> parking lot. So, what if they have boots on? <laughs> but, like, the reason, it, the reason this isn't happening isn't because it's hard. Because either it would suck so bad horrible. to be under someone's car for, like, six hours waiting for them to finish at the mall. Then they come home and it's like, uh, they come back to the car and it's a guy in steel toe boots. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but like, it's so yeah. funny because you you either are getting hidden by all the other cars around you, which means you're doing this like probably during the day or it's at night. There's no other cars in the parking lot and someone can see you lying under a car <laughs> from, like, quite a few spots away. So it doesn't really add up when you think about it because you can see under a car pretty easily. Yeah. Aaron. Mm. I heard you saying that you do need to check for that stuff. Are were you joking? Or are you checking? No, I was, I, was, I was being a little prick. <laughs> damn, I was like, yeah. damn. Is Aaron checking I, under the car? I, when I read I mean, that for the I first time, I checked when I was like 10. I was like, damn, I wonder if that really happens. And then as I got older, I was like, well, my Achilles, I tore it playing soccer, but no one's ever slashed it. So <laughs> I think I'm good. It's, the, it's always the human trafficking fear specifically is very funny. Like... And it's always these housewives in the middle of mm-hmm. nowhere that think they're going to get it's sex trafficked specifically yeah. sex trafficked <laughs> where it's like, dude, that's not how it works. People get trafficked into here. Yeah. <laughs> like why? Who's doing this? Uh, it, it is really funny. It's just like if you look at it, even from a business perspective, like who is doing this, taking a woman from like the middle of Arkansas in like the most psychotic country in the world <laughs> that'll like definitely cross borders illegally to get up back one of their citizens and to do whatever the fuck they want, you mm-hmm. know, like take them to a third world country and sell them for sex. It'd be s- how much money would well, be spent like getting somebody out of the um, U.S. Actually, <laughs> like so much. I know someone who would do that. Uh, he goes by the milf hunter. Travels around the country. <laughs> well, no, he, he's a poacher. He's a poacher. But he doesn't okay, take him across poacher, borders, apologize. dude. That's just, he has a that's big safari title. rifle. He just takes the shot. You might, you, yes, technically he's a poacher, but his name is Milf Hunter. So I'm only calling him. He, yeah. he does hunt his them, moniker. but he kills them. He but uses like, their dude, hides. The sad, truth, the sad truth is that like that happens like in much poorer countries, and they're just taken to wealthy countries mm-hmm. where there is money and people willing to spend money on sex. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they're not gonna, you're not gonna get sex trafficked to like Thailand or something yeah. as an American. It's completely the other way around. Like they're bringing people here. I don't like to clown on it too much, like on Twitter, because like it's true that women have so much to fear and so much more to fear no, than us. Yeah, it's just American like, guys but doing it, it in America. Yeah, but it's like, uh, that's not, that's not one of those. Like that's no yeah. one's leaving. <laughs> no, they no have one's leaving a fentanyl soaked tissue on your door handle. Like, Statistically, it's probably your boyfriend. Yeah. He's going to, he's the one who's going to get you sadly. Yeah. That's a very good point worth making. Even though I have, I have, uh, 
just a hunch that there's not too many women listening to this right now, just based on uh, based on the makeup of this chat we're in <laughs> currently. How many female <laughs> listeners do you guys have? Uh, I could tell you YouTube What's your demos? viewers. What's your demos here? I feel like it's most we're mostly male. It's like ninety five percent male. I want to say. I'm I'm pulling Let's up the go. analytics now. Nice. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, I don't really need to know that. <laughs> I was just, but we either need to way, get that up. We need to get it 100. Yeah. How do we get chicks on? You got Let's yeah. Get it up to 100. <laughs> <right>. Astrology <laughs> is <No>. complete bullshit. <laughs> 93 percent male, six and a half percent female. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring up a source spot. And post. for Sorry. any 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 advertisers, 61.9 percent, 25 to 34. So okay. oh wow. Just putting that out there, Athletic Greens and uh, NordVPN. Yeah, and better help. Let's get some better. <laughs> let's, get, let's get an unqualified person to help some people. Hey. Dude, tic- TikTok um, is like rife with those conspiracies, right? Yeah. Like that's like the source of, I've, I'm not really on there myself, mm-hmm. but I just know that like all of that seems spread on there, which is crazy. Absolutely. The, the cra- also, the sad thing is that like people are actually getting kidnapped, just not yeah. here. Like, or you know it happens but like it's, it's all over the place it's not happening to the people shopping at a mall it's not happening like it's happening to younger people it's happening to yeah, disadvantaged it's on, like people. the highway of tears it still happens in america but mm-hmm. it's you know it's young kids in like poor areas of a city getting kidnapped by usually not white officers. too yeah <laughs> if you're a homeowner it's probably not you yeah like it's not happening <laughs> yeah to just some like you said some mom in arkansas like bad stuff it does happen every once in a while but bad like, it's place. not you're not under attack all the time yeah at least in it's that like sense. <laughs> or being like turned out you know into prostitution or something that happens mm-hmm. but it's like you know it's way different than the sex trafficking um and yeah it's it's just a weird i i mean maybe every i think like every generation probably has its own like psychosis and paranoia right like mm-hmm. And maybe this is just ours. Satanic panic. That and, and like, yeah. Yeah, this and like um, targeted individuals. Where did Michael go? I feel like he would be an expert on this. Well, targeted individuals. Like he's like a, are, yeah, he is a targeted individual. Yeah, targeted individuals are just like, it's unfortunate because they're extremely mentally unwell. Uh, yeah, and, I always feel yeah, bad. Yeah, super other, bad. Like, and they're like, also insanely fucking annoying, though. Well, yeah, of and course. they will just start messaging random ass people, being like, "I know you're following yeah, me. It, I know you're watching me." It's like, shut the fuck up, yeah, man. It's really <laughs> annoying and frustrating um, if you ever have to deal with them. But I do feel. Have you had to deal with them personally? I, I mean, like, just I mean, being on Twitter, like, you get weird people oh, yeah. who are always messaging you or just obsessed with you and stuff. And uh, there's been a few times not I, but we know people who have like dealt with them very seriously. I don't want to like say their names or anything, but like they're getting emails every day. They're getting like new accounts are being created every day to like DM them and be like, you got to stop messing with my mind. You have been like making me do all this stuff. Like you got to stop it. And it's like, bro, what are you talking meanwhile, about? Meanwhile, <laughs> they're just harassing you. Yeah, they're just harassing like they're the, you. They're the aggressor. And it's like, okay, first them. of all, how how Look. bad is everything going on? If you spend all this time making new accounts, bro, like, apparently Look, you got guys, time to do I that. Expl- I explained to Aaron that I was in a bad place when I was sending him those messages. <laughs> and I figured things out. Yeah, I forgive I really you. It was yeah. still scary. Didn't need scary. you to bring that up on here. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I just so I funny. feel bad for them. 
um, if they're not bothering anybody. <laughs> but it, like most of them are bothering somebody like in real life, but obviously you can't see it. But when they're on Twitter, just like adding some minor celebrity and you're just like, all right, slow down. Like you're <laughs> the, the guy, the guy that's hard, Obama dude. stole his penis. Yeah, because, I was yeah. just gonna say the Obama stole my penis guy. He that remembered his funny. penis being bigger, and he saw it, and yeah. it was small, and he thought someone stole part of it. But <laughs> he like, thought it was the government. Hey, that's but fair. that's kind of fun. That's funny because it's Obama. Yeah, that was awesome. Because it's just like this well, it's goofy. Gi- right? Yeah, it's very goofy. It's just like, and it's, it's also, also this, true. Obama yeah, did that. It's also true. <laughs> yeah. But it's like this giant. It was figure. in WikiLeaks. It's a giant figure, <laughs> and like Obama's in no danger from that guy. But like when it's someone smaller. They potentially are in danger from one of these people. So it's dude, it's yeah, I hope that I like, you know, I obviously want my new show to get big, but like for a few reasons, I hope that somehow I could like kind of curate the like, I hope my show doesn't attract too much of that, because if anything, it's just like it would make going through the submissions pretty hard, you know, Mm -hmm. like, but I do get some of those. It's interesting. You kind of like because I get crazy you know, obviously, dude, I've heard insane fucking stuff that from people that I believe. Mm-hmm. The stuff that, like, would, to a normal person, sound, you know, like a crazy person, but it's something I believe because I'm into this stuff, but you can kind of recognize, like, the mental illness submissions, because yeah. I'm, and I probably will get better at it as it goes, but, like, what I've realized now is that it's usually it's not just like they see like a random ghost it's always like a celebrity ghost yes <laughs> you know or maybe, <laughs> i think we talked yeah, about this the last like, time you're yeah. on but yeah like really yeah the people on youtube they, oh yeah, yeah they're all, it's always a famous person's ghost in their house yeah it's like george it's never just so the person who lived funny. in the house yeah. there. living somewhere and being like yep george washington is haunting my house it's like okay <laughs> i bet he wants to watch you shower he wants to watch you jack off in your bed Eat microwave He wants food. to steal your teeth. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the that's the same thing with like being paranoid about like my relatives when I was a kid. Like my my dead relatives like watching me jack off or something in heaven. <laughs> like, oh no, I hope grandma's not seeing this. <laughs> See that? But honestly, that's on her. Yeah, I hope they're that's watching. Not my problem. That that worried me like the first couple times. Like growing up Catholic, you're supposed to have like this Catholic guilt, and you're like, oh damn, like I shouldn't be doing this. And then a priest is supposed to do it for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what we're taught. Yeah. But then you do it for the first time. You're like, this is fucking dope. And I'm never stopping this. <laughs> and so all that guilt just goes away. You're just like, this is, oh, this is so, this is, why wasn't I doing this earlier? <laughs> Not realizing you just couldn't. It's God's fault for making me able to yeah. do this. It's your fault. You're giving me these hands. Dude, you this gave me a, a thumb. This is exactly what the priests, the priests say when they molest a kid for the first time. <laughs> They say all of that I'm verbatim. I'm saving you from your sins against yourself. Ugh. Dude, the, the everybody's just forgotten about that, haven't they? All the new trad casts. Oh, well, they don't care. They just, if you bring it up to them, they just block you. And they go, well, that hasn't happened in so long. It's like, it's happening Are they now. too young they, to they, remember? They don't care. They're I mean, not too young. No, they're they just, just like care. 34 and they never went to church before. Yeah. So they completely missed the altar boy thing. They don't remember it. That's they have funny. Because no, like, I was like, I was not raised Catholic, but like my my family like left the Catholic church. So I was never a part of it. But like, I remember that shit coming oh, out. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, and Michael, I'm sure Michael was like a big Catholic family yeah, too. I they think, were like, like ortho, like Orthodox Catholic basically. So they went to like Latin mass and shit. And like mine was just like a basic hour long mass. We lived right across the street from it. So we went every Sunday. And I remember once I got into high school, I had soccer practice and stuff and games on Sunday. 
My mom's like, all right, you don't have to go to church anymore. I was like, fuck yes. 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 I love yes. it. <laughs> and then I worked like, and I was like, oh, dang, I work. I get, I get to go get paid and not go to church. That's dope. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like, it is a factor. I'm not like trying to be like a Neil deGrasse Tyson type at all. Cause I hate people like that, but I just, that news story, it's not like it was like a random news story. It was like fucking like 10 years yeah. of like shit coming out. That's like all I can think about, you know, yeah. well, where it's weird to be like a person that's like just about the aesthetic. And I'm like, bro, that's like the the first thing I think of aesthetically. But like every other <laughs> we talked about it like before sweep it under the rug, like they just don't care. And like those people, the people who are becoming Catholic, well, that's, that's the most Catholic thing to do. Just like don't care. Like they they're becoming Catholic because they don't have a sense of self. They don't have a sense of community anywhere else. They're lonely. They're like, okay, well, if I go to church, I'm going to be surrounded by people. Here's the other weirdos like me who just want to go to church and can hang out. <laughs> and in a, it's something we've talked about before, but it's also like a way to become conservative without being like a grotesque mega chud. Yeah. Like it's an, a, a more aesthetic way of it's doing that. It's a little that. more fancy and like academic can, seeming. Absolutely. Just like... Buying my pillow and watching Diamond and Silk. Yeah. And which you just, if, if you went to college, you just can't do that no. biologically. It's no. like, <laughs> that's a really funny way of looking at it, actually. But it is because then, then you can become a one issue voter and that's like against abortion. So you're, you're just going to vote red no matter what. And like, that's what these people do is like, they don't want to be, they don't want to say, because like, even the Catholic Church tries to toe the line occasionally where they're just like, well, being LGBTQ is it, bad but if you're with another person it's bad but as long as you don't get married that's not a sin like because you're not having and you don't have sex out of marriage then it's not a sin and so that's what they and that's how they're cool with it that's how all of them are like well wait what's the what's the catholic loophole to being gay you don't have sex and you're fine <laughs> that's it so just like just you can be every gay. other you can aspect have, of being gay. Yeah, you can have like your urges. Just don't have sex. You could be super annoying online yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, you could do all the the, the loophole of being Robin. Uh, being gay in the Catholic Church. You just become a priest. That's the loophole. Yeah, uh, that is yeah. A terrible. And then loophole. they blame it on gay people. They're yeah. like, well, it's all these gay guys coming and joining us, um, and they don't realize like why that's happening. But it's structurally like, set up to encourage. Again, yeah, them. like you, Alex said, it's like academic, and it's just this. And Aaron said, just a way to sort of hot, blend into being a conservative without being what's viewed as a conservative. You're intellectual and you're spiritual, and you also don't think gay people should be able to get married. Priests can they drink? Yes. Yeah. So they, you could drink a yeah, beer, but you can't smash. Yes. Bro, I feel Fuck. like I know. I would yeah. rather have That's my one priest. Of the most bullshit rules. <laughs> it, like Eastern Orthodox, they can smash. Mm-hmm. Lutheran, they can smash. It, oh, like, anything else, they can smash. Anglican. I feel I like think. let them do yeah. that in a tasteful way. I mean, like granted, I don't want to see like my pastor like on Raya. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want to. The same with like I, dude. That same with. I think it's more that, really. Like, you don't want to see, okay, you know, here's, Father I got Michael so, at, I got the solution. Like, like, whispering to some girl at the bar. I got the solution. If you become a priest, you can marry, but you have to marry a nun. That's <laughs> fine. That's how it works. Arranged marriage in the Catholic Church. At least I saw it. Dude, that's a good... <laughs> also, because then it's like, you know, that's sort of like what the Jordan Peterson guys want, is like, it's the closest thing you could get to an assigned girlfriend. Oh, absolutely. Where it's like, hey, like, we have no choice at yeah. a certain point. Last... There's going to be somebody picked last in dodgeball here. Those guys just walk around doing the Charlie Brown walk 
thinking, why don't I have a girlfriend assigned to me? Why is nobody giving me a girlfriend? And this, this could solve it. Similar to this, and this is also a very Catholic thing for me to say and think, but I've like stopped going to therapy a couple of years ago and like don't want to do it again. Um, I, I stopped just Well, you can it was do like it comfortably from home with better help. <laughs> Go to East. But See? Re- recently, like that decision has sort of uh, been solidified because I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, but have you ever like had somebody just really unstable, you know, like become a therapist? No. Really? No, no I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I've I trained heard people one. People say they want to, yeah, or like met, and it's met, like, like oh, a, I don't know. met a person that's just like that. They say they're a psychiatrist or therapist, and you're like, oh, oof. like I feel but, bad for your patients. You don't. I'm surprised you guys haven't encountered this. No, I, I, I had, I trained a, a therapist who like would trauma dump on me every morning about like their childhood. It was crazy. I was like, how do you not recognize what you're doing? This is your job. And it was like every time it was like so fucking mentally exhausting. I also think that's like that's like a path for like non-religious people to like if if for a person that's like lived a life of just like, you know, burning every single bridge they've ever, you know, any, any relationship they've had, just like treating people poorly mm-hmm. to the point where nobody's left. I feel like that's like sometimes where they arrive. It's like, look. I'm going back to school. I'm going to become some kind of therapist, you know? <laughs> I got to figure out what's yeah. wrong with everybody yeah. else. So many but people like, go to therapy and they just pattern themselves on the therapist and yeah. copy everything the therapist says mm-hmm. and says it to other people. And it's like, no, you're supposed to be listening to this. <laughs> I don't mean They're saying to... it to you. They're not like training you to tell yes. your friends these phrases. Yes, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Sadly, I don't mean sadly, to shit talk therapists, but no, like, yeah. But sadly, everyone I know who's like that just drank themselves to death. So nobody became a therapist. They just died at like well, 32. This, I mean, a classic example of this is like a very OG, like yeah, but still thing is that Brandon, Brandon was seeing this therapist and paying like a lot of money, and it came like a re- it was like a referral from a friend. Actually, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, mine's great. Like you should go, and like. At some point, I forget how he found out, but he found out she's a, a rapper, like a white white girl oh, rapper God damn. who has like actively making music videos where she's like twerking and like doing like, like she's like on the side pers- actively pursuing a rap career. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Well, you gotta have a side also, hustle. It's yeah. 2022. And like we watched the videos and it, you know, they're terrible. Yeah. I mean, aside, just like no normal person would release these videos. <laughs> it's, it, he had me immediately left but it's like it, it opened up his this whole therapist? conversation where it's like yeah it was his therapist no i was gonna say it's it's aoc <laughs> <laughs> you saw those twerking videos she made in college right but it's like dude it's you know it's one of those things same with like a, a priest like being seen out in the world like you don't want to mm-hmm. see your therapist at a strip club no or like <laughs> yeah like guess- a lot of places where like question like wait huh? i mean it's it's like any profession, right? Yeah. Like there's going to be good and bad people in the profession. So, oh, of course. Uh, but I, I think, of course, I don't think therapists should have Twitter accounts and they shouldn't be allowed to like tweet about their Dude, patients. Mm. No, if you have any sort of licensed profession, you should not be on Twitter. No lawyers, no doctors. Mm-hmm. I've had a Alex, couple of those recently. That therapist yeah. got really upset at us on Twitter. When was that? The hot, uh, the Tony Soprano summer tweet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's this account called Tweet a Therapist that I saw like shared unironically on Instagram. And so I went and like found the tweet and just copied it and posted it myself. And it's like, 
instead of a hot girl summer, I'm going to be having a Tony Soprano summer where I, I don't know, do some Tony Soprano stuff. Yeah, I go to therapy and sit by the pool or something. Yeah. The therapy didn't work on Tony Soprano. That was the whole thing. The therapist made him leave because she realized he was honestly, helping, yeah. helping him be, be a better sociopath. I'll take a but, step uh, further and say it was probably all her fault. Everything he did, <laughs> all the bad stuff he did was actually her fault. He yeah, shouldn't Melfi have been going. is the true villain of that show. A hundred percent. She put those ideas really, all in the his women head. Are the, well, that's his mom, his wife. It's this all their fault, really. But the, the point I wanted to make pod. is uh, the Tony Soprano summer tweet went pretty viral. It got more faves than her OP. And she found it and was like, wouldn't stop fucking tweeting at me, asking me why I stole mm. her tweet and taking it down and linking people that replied with their own riffs. So like, this is my original tweet <laughs> and he stole it from me. And like, I eventually deleted it because I wanted her to like, just fucking leave me alone. I was like, lady, you're a therapist. Why are you getting upset about Twitter shit? God she's damn it. <laughs> she's definitely talking to her own therapist about this. Yeah, no, you can't have a clout chasing therapist no. either. And just someone who like, Obviously, a therapist is going to talk about you behind your back, but like you don't want to see that on Twitter. If you saw your therapist on Twitter, like tweeting about you, that seems really fucked up, especially if you have Dude, like serious things. One of my friends like therapists was like talking about her behind her back and it like got back to her, mm-hmm. like just through people in L.A. or whatever. And like this therapist, it's like, I, I mean, I can't talk about the story, nor do I remember all of it, but, like, I remember her telling me, and my jaw was just, like, on the floor. Like, bro, what the fuck? Yeah. It was just, I think there's just, like, a few too many sketchy stories I heard, but it's just weird. Same, like, that and, like, priests. It's like... Don't trust them. I feel like... <laughs> well, you know, maybe we... With the priests, I feel like we are onto something with, like, fixing it, dude. Maybe mm-hmm. it's, like, the, the marriage. We, <laughs> we gotta assign them a nun. Yeah, gotta assign them a girlfriend. <laughs> assign them a nun. Gotta assign them a nun. You gotta let them fuck. It's it, it, even like originally they were allowed to fuck mm-hmm. yeah, in like and, 500 um, AD. And then at some point in the middle ages, they got rid of it. Yeah. You got to let them do it. Well, and they still you know, did therapists, it back then, but they just weren't allowed to. Yeah. You it wasn't until like cameras came out that they had to stop actually doing it. <laughs> you don't, uh, and you don't have to be perfect to be able to give people advice as yeah. a therapist. But I do think that like you at least have to be really good at hiding that you're fu- fucked up. Or a rapper, like a white girl rapper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. White like, girl rapper dude, is having, really funny. <laughs> you have, having a, like <laughs> actively really having clients and like, you might be able to like, whatever, get whatever the equivalent of disbarred is for that. <laughs> I don't know if they have a rule for it yet, but they might make one. Well, I mean, that's goofy. Look at, look at Chet's job. Imagine if anybody at work knew that he was a Twitch streamer and podcaster and he still sold them weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, <laughs> they wouldn't go back. Him. Yeah, they yeah, wouldn't go back. Yeah, it'd be they fucked up. <laughs> to yeah, fuck read their you. names. Uh, yeah, read their names you, off on the stream. Are you in a dispensary? That? Yeah, I work in a dispensary. So hell yeah, I bro, hook me up with some living. Kush. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. dude I, I got Sam's. I actually am thinking about. I'm thinking about getting back into Kush. Yeah. I need to find some good strains. I'm not yeah, even kidding. I, I could. I could get you on some. Check out, check out Reggie and Mids. That's mm-hmm. pretty fire. No, okay. let's, make it, let's make this a segment. Like, like Chet's Weed Corner. What's good this week? What should I get? So, Chet, how about this? Like, first of all, I think I need to get, like, um, my friend had some kind of, like, vape type thing that just heated it up, heated up like, actual weed nugs. Yeah, uh, yeah dryer mm-hmm. vape, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, I need one, one of those because I don't really want to nice. smoke anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the oils. Like, I need... 
I basically want one to just like literally put me to sleep. Like I want to just like go to bed. Is there a strain for this? Yeah, uh, look for one called Critical Mass. It is a super Ooh. heavy indica. It was genetically engineered to be a medical strain that's very sedative. So it'll be a, a nice relaxing body high and it'll probably make you fall asleep and be tired. This is a real professional right here, folks. Oh, yeah. Um, how about one that's like, okay, one of my happiest adult memories is smoking weed with my friends at Universal Studios. I remember it made me so, whatever we were smoking made me so happy, like a little kid. <laughs> I haven't felt like that happy since I was a child. Yes, that was probably a sativa or sativa dominant hybrid. Sativas tend to be a more euphoric head high. Um, and depending on how you handle your strains, have you ever smoked too high or gotten too high, you think? Get too paranoid in your head? 100%. Okay, so you probably want to keep it around a 60-40, 70-30% hy- sativa-dominant hybrid. I would probably go for a strain like Tropicana Cookies or Strawberries and Cream. If you especially if The latter is a very tasty one. And actually, funny story, I got it when Aaron was in Denver, and Aaron doesn't smoke weed. But this strain, I kid you not, at least if you smoke weed, that's how I would sell it. It's strawberries and cream. It smelled <laughs> like those strawberries and cream oatmeal packets. And like that's how I would sell it to people. Like, doesn't that remind you of the oatmeal? And they'd be like, holy shit, yeah, it does. And so then when Aaron was in my apartment, I came home with it. I'm like, Aaron, doesn't this smell like fucking that oatmeal? And he's like, nah, dude, it just smells like weed. But yeah. Edibles, you got me really good, though. Yeah. Oh, I, got I need so to go. Ones. There's a really sketchy looking dispensary by my i live in like my neighborhood's more suburban it's like kind Mm -hmm. of the outskirts of la but like there's not much around it it's like really industrial near it and there's um there's a dispensary in a place that makes no sense in the middle of nowhere and like i swear to god like i'll be up super early at like 5 a.m and there's like a guy in full tactical gear standing outside guarding it like it's like open at like five in the morning for no reason yeah yeah like no, they, they keep really weird hours at this place yeah we open at we open at eight and we're open every single day of the year <laughs> that's I'm working crazy. on crazy that's okay yeah I'm not going home or anything but uh yeah the dude there's a dude guarding it in like full military tactical gear oh yeah this means it's cash like, only right now i mean at any, yeah. any given point there's fucking I yeah mean, i guess a, that makes sense half the time there's a, literally dollars, a vacuum yeah. there's a, there's a, i know what i know what sixty thousand dollars cash feels like to hold like that's it's fucking God insane damn. yeah and you should fucking, ask to borrow it you can take it home take it yeah. use credit cards yeah it's because of the uh, federal regulation yeah, but you know what bullshit. you know what Banks are federally uh, insured in illinois i could use my card to pay you can use your Ooh. card, but it's like, oh, did they make you round it up? Did it do oh, like it, was, yeah. it? Yeah, it was expensive. There's yeah. a debit card. So it was expensive. It's like, that's basically, it's, it's like an ATM. Yeah, it's, it's imitating yeah. an ATM, and that's how they yeah. get around that legal loophole. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it was, it was kind of nice not having to use the ATM. And I was just like, all right, that's fine. Well, honestly, the fees that's are more the most expensive. Annoying feature, and, yeah. yeah. At least when, when I do it, like the process I have to go through to get, like, I have to text people this number, and it's so fucking annoying. There's, I mean, I. Bro. They had the time mm. seemingly set up with their uh, POS yeah, system, it, so mm-hmm. it was. I'm trying to get back in, dude. I might maybe I'll go to. But you gotta. So you gotta. What you gotta do if you want to start off? You gotta go into a gas station in Ohio and you gotta buy moon buds. It is <laughs> okay. It's, it's <laughs> not it's real weed. Yeah. Uh, it's See, not. It's it? not Delta A. Go in there and ask, ask for Delta Four. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sick. CBT. Perfect. <laughs> that kind of. Uh, it's moon buds. So yeah, ask for oh, that. Don't smoke it. You're gonna feel great. You're gonna sit in your car, mm-hmm. uh, get a real bad headache. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one week later. Porn. Yeah, you're my life just porn. is like 
falls off the rails month after this podcast. And uh, you're going to get <laughs> I'm really mostly like, I'm single now. No, you're going to be doing the Santa Claus episode of uh, your podcast and just giggling it's all at the Santa stories all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I am, I do want to get, I don't know, I just stopped smoking weed though. I mean, I stopped smoking everything, so I think I, it's been long enough it's time. since quitting SIGs though that I could like get back on Mm-hmm. the weed alone oh yeah no what you got to do is you got to get one of those like 500 hundred dollar electronic vape rigs that and then you dab live rosin mm-hmm. which is solventless it's basically you put the weed plant underneath the hydraulic press with heat and that's just oh my the, neighbor it, dude my yeah. neighbor has one yeah. in his garage yeah they call it nug press yeah it's, a, it's just the goop that comes out so it's a lot healthier and tastier than the shit that they use like butane and uh, ethanol and shit to extract i live next to like burning man type dude who's actually mm-hmm. so sick he's like an engineer burning mm-hmm. man type guy but he has like literally has that hydraulic press and was like growing so much yep. weed in his yard that's what he's, he's doing. growing mu- he's growing mushrooms now that's a real head right there you better be fr- you be- befriend that guy he'll be a good friend to have no we're f- we're friends i don't even know how much he's like taking it himself though i think he's mm-hmm. just like a nerd <laughs> yeah, yeah we crazy. need to but it's funny he has a whole press it's like a scientific piece of scientific equipment it's yeah. huge i think you can buy one on the walmart website now Hold on, let me but you can buy anything on the walmart website you could buy anything a, on walmart it's a uh, aggregator uh, of stuff oh uh, and so anybody can yeah, post you could, links on there it's just like amazon basically you can do like uh, the drop shipping shit that you see people talk about on instagram walmart's uh, exactly mm-hmm. the same it's pretty cool that's crazy yeah Learn Internet, every day. what a weird place <laughs> well Jack, thank you for coming on. Appreciate thank you, Jack. It. Yo, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, check um, out the uh, Other World podcast. Please go check out Other World. Seriously, uh, if you're listening to this right now, go subscribe and um, listen we'll to it. I think link. you'll really like it. Of it's um, subscribe and leave a review, dude. That's the, I'm climbing the charts because of that. Like, mm-hmm. it's for yeah. actually helping for sure. Fuck it's yeah. crazy. I don't know if like it matters that I'm getting on the charts, but not cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Surely yes. our fans would do that. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> that sounds great for you, but nobody's putting us on the charts. Oh, well, I think it like us. I think it only matters tomorrow. when you're like new. You know, yeah. that's yeah. like the time that Matt you can do that. Well, let's just so. delete it and put yeah. it up again. Right. This is going to be episode no one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, guys, thanks for having me. Seriously, yeah, of course. Um, uh-huh. yeah. Fun being back. Um, Thank you, bro. Our yeah, first world. Yep. Oh yeah! Congratulations. Mm-hmm. flattering <laughs> um sweet guys thank you yep thanks yeah. bye everybody bye, you. bye everybody subscribe to the patreon bye you're listening to wfym radio where we serve up nothing but the best hits from today and yesterday just like this Ooh, in the white room with black curtains near the station and this. And I grew up on believing Santa Claus and still do. And this. And this. And this. And it tastes like Skittles, what? Uh-huh. Yeah. You can really taste the rainbow, what? Yeah. Yo, bitch, it's like a Crayola. Now another hit. When the world is crap and you've got the blues, just take a break from all that horrible news for something crazy, amazingly clever and never half-assed. 
is the Randy Rainbow Podcast. This song is almost over, girl, so wipe your tears. You're in for a treat and feast your ears on this. We mark 